Hey, hey, you guys, good morning. Welcome back to Don't Forget Your Worth. I'm at day seven, which is so exciting to me. I'm like, I made it a week. I'm going to celebrate something. It's just awesome. Um, and thank you guys for hanging in here as I'm getting all the kinks worked out of, you know, how to make things work best for everybody, if you will. I had saved a piece from Estes Park that I recorded while I was up there uh, to use for later. And Unfortunately, I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> I actually am going to have to use that for tonight. I just got an email saying that the Homeowners Association is coming through our yards tomorrow. Chipper, chipper, joy, joy, right? <laughs> so my evening, I actually have to cancel my plans with friends just because I've got to go home and weed front and backyard, etc. Then get a beehive down and the whole work. So whatever. So in that, whereas I was kind of nervous about putting up this one piece so quickly because it's a little bit thick and chewy as far as scripture and ideology, um, I think it'll be healthy to give something to kind of, uh, you know, just kind of clunk through, if you will, and something to ponder and think about. So I just ask you to, you know, take it with an open mind, open heart, and see it as scripture that is uh, straight from one of my favorite psalms. I just absolutely love this psalm. Like if you were to ask me, hey, what's your close second? I'd be like, do not do that. Like quit it right now because I absolutely love Psalm 139. My family knows this. My kiddos know this. I'm surprised it isn't my personalized plate. I mean, I just absolutely love Psalm 139 ever since I found it. And it's like, that's what's so neat about the word, you guys, is that you can read the Bible cover to cover and yet it changes with you. Like you'll see things that you didn't notice or they jump off the page because they're relative to something that you're going through or something that somebody that you love and adore is going through, etc. Like that's why they call it the living word is that it's for us, it's written for us and it changes us and it it never reads the same. Like it's unbelievable. Like I, I can't even tell you how funny it was to me that um, you know, I was probably in my 30s before I ever discovered Psalm 139 to the degree and extent that it just rocked my whole world. So I hope you love this. <laughs> I'm excited to share it with you. It is called, If We Believe, Psalm 139. Since so we begin. Oh, oh I need to back up the truck. You guys, this, okay, so um, I wrote a curriculum back in 2010 for young women that I teach, and this is from one of the classes that I was teaching with this particular group of girls. And before you all ask it, I, I will be introducing this program, of course, since now I've moved to Colorado. Um, but I haven't done that yet because, of course, I was opening this showroom, and that <laughs> that has been a lot because I showed up to nothing but... Um, studs in a subfloor, if you will. I mean, I've really, you know, took it from ground up in the last nine months. So uh, was I hoping to be there by fall to be up teaching again? Oh, God, yes. Did I tell people that's what my plan was? Yep. Whoops. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but I will be up teaching. I'm guessing I'll probably launch that uh, very beginning of uh, 2022. Can you believe we're saying that? It's not that far away, you guys. So with this, this is from one of my classes. Okay. And so we begin. Read it to me from verse 16. What does it say? I asked this student assigned to my care. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Thank you. Now, Stacy, can you read that for me? 
Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. My students looked up at me from their desks with inquisitive looks on their childlike faces, anticipating my words to speak. And you, Tina, could you please read this verse? Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Okay, now, Gretchen, your eyes. Whose eyes? God's, she said with her best Russian vowel. Okay, so God's eyes saw your very body being formed in your mother's womb. When? Since before time began, Claire said with a question. How do we know this? I asked her to clarify. Go ahead, Claire, keep going. You're really on to something. Jesus, last words to us, she says. It is written and it is finished. Then the prophecy is still being fulfilled. I said as a statement rather than a question. Claire nodded real slow. Yes, in italicized letters, the prophecy is still being fulfilled. So looking at this verse again, the word all, let's assume that translates from Hebrew to English as well, all, (laughs) as in every last single one, not even one unaccounted for, correct? The girls kind of giggled quietly, lest we not lose the mood in the room. And I continued with just where the spirit was going. All the days ordained for me. Ordain. Anyone. Want to look up and read a definition for me? Stephanie, I haven't heard from you yet this morning. Ordained. Read it aloud, please. Stephanie turned to the sheet of definitions attached to our lesson and began reading each careful word. Ordain. To be ordered. To be established. To destine or predestine. Okay, now again, please, Stephanie, only just a smidge louder. To be ordained, to be established, to destine or predestine. And being as how our verse reads ordained, ED, past tense, let's also assume then that ordained is the past tense, in the past tense would translate as predestined. Now, Marie, though, what does predestined really mean? Do we know? I watched Marie turn to her sheet of definitions and smile when she found it. Predestined. Determine an outcome or course of events in advance by divine will or fate to fix upon or decide in advance. And it's cinnamonless. Ooh. (laughs) And it's cinnamon. I love it. Cinnamon toast. And it's Synonym listed there? Ordained, Marie said. It says ordained. They were so cute, like when they saw they saw that scripture just like go full circle, if you will. They're like, oh my stars. So what that says right there circled right back to what the definition is right there. I mean it was it was this was a neat, neat class, you guys. It was absolutely just the coolest thing to see them come full circle and be like, whoa, with the gravity of this particular verse. Okay, going ahead. Okay, so now we have this God who fashioned the very idea and purpose for you since way before you were formed in your mama's womb. And he's the God that now tells us that his beloved David, that he has predestined, planned, and ordered every last single day of your life since before even one of them came to be. He knew exactly the day you were coming in. 
He already knows the very day that you are going out. But get this, get this, get this. He also knows where you are going to spend eternity. Scripture tells us that his children's names are actually etched on the palm of his hand. The silence in that room was precious. I could tell they wanted two scoops of this. We had hit something personal. So now clearly this God is all about details. And clearly this God, he thinks way ahead. But look here, it says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book. This book, I said, holding the Holy Bible open in my palm. You are in this very book in so very many different places. Your whole life just showed up again right here in Psalm 139. And because these words are living, these words change every day according to just what you have experienced or are walking through with him. Who else could do that for you? Put you in his story that changes you every single day that you read it. This Bible never reads the same. It is a different Bible for every last single person living the living word. I watched butterflies blossoming from cocoons right in front of me, and there could be no greater honor. It's almost like he knew every last thing that we were going to go through, isn't it? It's almost like he knew since the beginning and the end, every last need that we were going to have. It's almost like he knew that every single tragic move was actually loving in the end. It's almost like he knew that we were going to need a savior really, really bad. It's almost like he knew. So I ask you something simple as homework for this week. The pens are being picked up around the classroom in anticipation of the words. How is your knowledge of him going to change the way that you live? Is he in this room today? Did he plan to have you here hearing these words? Look around this room. Look around, girls, seriously. Did he plan to have you meet these very people that are in this room? How will this knowledge alone change the way that you see him, experience him, appreciate him, and how will this change the way that you live? I stood waiting for their erasers to slow and their faces to look up at me again. Silence was in the room. Okay, now, second question. Really easy, girls, because I know that first one was loaded. Steady and ready. How will this knowledge alone change the way that you love? You did not just happen. Your creator had both a plan and a purpose for you before you ever even came to be, and it's a good one. It's messy and hard and wonderful to him. Our sufferings and trials are complete perfection, rooted in absolute love so that he can rescue, redeem, and be glorified. If we did not need grace and redemption, then his son did not even have to die. He died for us, that he took on our sin and laid down his life and died for us to be with him for eternity, that we would need him, that we would get to know him and his son. You are precious and loved beyond anything your mind can even fathom. So live loving, live loved. I love you. So.
isn't that, I know it's thick. <laughs> I know it's thick and chewy and a little bit crunchy and there's things that you're going to be like, I don't know about that girl. That makes it, makes me feel like a puppet. Like, you know, and it's like, no, 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 no. Honor of your very life. Like I say that, that he chooses us, that you're chosen, that he actually knows before one day sets in who's coming, who's going, who's, you know, the whole thing. It's like, it's loving. And the reason being, like I say, is if he orchestrated me through a TV set, right? If he brought me to Christ, as I've shown you this week, through a garage sale TV set that I bought for $4, <laughs> and then he pursued me through that TV set. I mean, I just sit here and go, look at to the degree that he goes to get you to relationship with him. Like, I just sit here and go the honor that it is to me that I can use my words and experience and my gifts and knowledge of him and my relationship with him to have him get to your heart, to know your absolute worth to him. I mean, on a daily basis right here. It's exciting. It's thrilling. It made me teary this morning just sitting and talking with him about it. It's just like it is the neatest thing when we like you get to live completely differently <laughs> like you're the luckiest thing in the world when you really grab hold of this and realize that every person and opportunity and circumstance and all these things just like with you know when you just read or you know Jesus may I have a root beer it sounds so simple but it's like every last little nugget he does for you these things are there's nothing that's by chance like that. And then it's like, how much richer to realize that, that it's like, you did this. And you're doing this all the time and every day. If we just open up to that ideology alone and say, oh my gosh, thank you. Or what on earth, Lord, that was hard. There's porcupine people that are ridiculously tough to love everywhere, like every day. And you're like, whoa, what are you doing? Know that it's him. Know, know that he absolutely adores you. Um, but he knows the love that you have to share even with these, quote, porcupine people. He just does. So, you know, it's, it's a wonderful way to live and love forward if you really want to wrap your heart and head around this and, and move forward in it. So, sorry, I know it was a little bit thick, like I say, <laughs> but I think that it does envelope up this first week pretty well. I mean, when I look at it, it's like, dang it, that really moved things together, um, you know, in a way that I couldn't even see or fathom. And I think that it was orchestration yesterday, that it was light. It was brave. It's a little story about, you know, my kiddos being at the fair, you know. <laughs> it's like, because, you know, father obviously knew, okay, this is coming. But I hope that you're starting to see even in just seven days to the degree that he just absolutely perceives you and that he knew that he was going to be doing this since the beginning and the end. And that isn't the beginning of your life. That's the beginning of time. That's the creator since he put one day into be. So with this too, you guys, like it's one of the most freeing things. Like um, y'all don't know everything, but my sister, um, she did die when she was 42. And in that loss, my parents, of course, were just wrecked, as we all were. But I remember them saying, I just still always constantly think in the guilt and shame of, is there something else that we could have done? And it was so freeing to be able to say to my parents, hey, you know what? Absolutely not. 
Like the Lord literally knew she was going to be born on this day and this year. And the Lord literally knew before she was even in the womb, this was her last day, you guys. Like, like her ordered and numbered days are perfection to the Lord. And so get rid of that. Like it's, it's written and it is finished. Just like, I think it was Gretchen. I can't remember who read those words. It, those are the last words, you know, as we're reading that Bible. And before he, um, you know, before he, um, um, before he rose, uh, you know, those words are so powerful. It is written and it is finished. And so in that, let's see, what am I trying to say? Okay, more freedom, you guys. Like, I remember standing in a church foyer with a mama that was telling me that her teen daughter was pregnant and she was so ashamed. She was being quiet and she was whispering and blah. And I went, oh my gosh, congratulations. And she's like, what? I mean, I just absolutely scooped her up and she's going to be, you know, and here she is. She's going to be a grandma. She's like, you know, and she's feeling like she has to hide and shame. I was like, oh, my gosh. No, there is not a baby that is, you know, that surprises the Lord. The Lord isn't looking down going, you what? Whoa, wait, you had premarital set. Whoa, whoa, you know, (laughs) no, I'm sorry. He isn't. And you guys, this is what I'm saying is once you grasp the way that the Lord works, and yes, there's sin. And yes, we step out of what we'd call his, you know, his um, preferred will. Um, um, what am I looking for, you guys? I can't even find the words. Permissive will, the whole thing, right? Yeah, I get it. But <laughs> we are able to hand people freedom, you guys, when we live by this ideology that there's just nothing that didn't pass through his hands. He is not surprised by anything, not a thing. So I don't want you even to think that your sin was a surprise to him. But once we know him and come into relationship with him, we're naturally, just as I said through, what piece was it? By the way, I'm taking my dead fern this week. We're going to naturally want to show off for him a little bit. We're going to want to look like love in our daily to him. And so it's it's just a neat like spinning and twisting of circumstances and we have just been 7 days you guys. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be there tomorrow. Um I will have weeded my whole front yard and backyard by then. <laughs> I'm laughing over that. But I will be there. So um Again, like I say, feel free and share away if you'd like as we get going. I know I've just got a few listening right now, um, but um, prayerfully as things tug at your heart, you'll feel compelled to share along the journey so that other people can be blessed out, if you will. So go have a killer great day, and I will see you all tomorrow. Take care.